Welcome back to the Glint Standard. Today we're going to be talking about what was your social media start, going back all the way back to the day of the dinosaurs when we had conversation before it came digital. But not really. We're just going to be talking about the digital start off social media. Welcome to the Glint Standard, an advertising podcast that provides unexpected insights on culture, clients, and careers. All right. So, you know, I grew up with social media. I did too. I've been there since social media started. I was too. there since social media started. I was growing the whole time too. Yeah, I mean, okay, we'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> so when, okay, so when social media yeah. first, mm-hmm. you know, came on the scene, um, were you an early adapter, were you an innovator? Did you try to avoid it at first? What what was your take on social media? Uh, not for me. I looked at social media when it first came on as like dating stuff or trying to connect. And I was already married, so I didn't need any of that. Yeah. And then for me, social media really came to life back when we kind of started the business. It became a, a need for the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when we started, you know, putting our profiles in and yeah. looking at what you could do and you know, I think it was it was fun in the beginning because you were recording your moments with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a big, this is what I'm eating today kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't share a lot because I like to keep my personal life a little private. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get it, how how open some people were to just putting everything out there. Yeah. And I noticed a lot of the kind of controversy that can come with all that stuff too. So yeah. early adopter, I would say no. Yeah. Uh, necessity adopter, yes. Yeah. Um, we also got started getting a lot of our younger family members would invite you to things through social media. Mm-hmm. First calling or texting or doing any of that. So you kind of had to do it for that. So it was a, I had to evolve. You had to, yeah. yeah. See, and this is why I say I feel like I, I grew up with it, right? Yeah. So the very first platform, if anybody remembers, <laughs> was MySpace. And so, yeah, so I, I was never on that, see, ever. Okay, so see, yeah. MySpace was it, right? So you were able to go in there and low-key, we had to know a little bit of coding, right? Did you, did you fully know what you were doing? No. Were you possibly downloading a virus to put on your computer? Maybe, but did your background look glittery? Yes. Okay, um, <laughs> MySpace was the place, okay, when you talk about all your business without there, Imagine middle schoolers, full range, no idea what the implications of putting your public information out there really was. Right. Um, the drama that it would cause because you had top eight. Okay. Imagine being somebody's top eight significant other and you were not their number one. Whew. Oh my goodness. Yeah. This is why I didn't get on. Okay, but see, but again, remember, middle school. So the drama was just like on another level. But like it really taught you, right? Um, eventually, as we got through high school, um, we did get Facebook, right? MySpace a little bit um, eventually became obsolete in the sense of um, the functionality was great, all the cool little features that you could customize, um, but it didn't really grow with us, right? right. Um, and then Facebook came on the scene, and I had a best friend who went to college, graduated a year before I did. And it was when Facebook, if you remember, was invite only, and you had to have an, uh, you had to have um, an e, edu, 
uh, email, so like from a university, to even be able to open an account. And if you got invited, it had to be by somebody that all, was already established within Facebook, right? And then eventually it became public, I think a year or so later, because they were like, right. oh, we got something big here. Um, and it's crazy to think how you, we were um, slowly learning with the tool, right? Um, like I said, with MySpace, it was just like this, I'm so sad, everybody's business was out there. And then as we grew with Facebook, all the cautionary tales started to come out, right? You started to like, hey, don't tell people that you're going on vacation or don't oh, say right. yeah. that you're doing these things mm -hmm. or um, one day your employer, <laughs> don't look at That's a big back. one, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Sometimes your employer is going to be looking at this, right? To see what you do, what you're about, to learn more about. Even now, right? We apply for jobs and it asks to add your your Facebook profile on there, right? Because they want to see what kind of things you're posting. Um, so I would say, I mean, I wouldn't call myself an innovator per se, but I was there, right? Right at the cusp of it, because I, I was also hesitant. I was like, ew, Facebook, what is that? But that's because MySpace was so cool. <laughs> In comparison, right? The, the doing so much. So you gotta evolve and change, and even then you have hesitation on doing those yeah. things. Yeah. Think about all the channels that have come since then. Yeah. And some that didn't last there either. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a bunch. I mean, I think about TikTok, right? Like how big is TikTok now as a social media platform? Um, and how many businesses still are hesitant to jump on that? Um, for the same reason, right? You have to be aware now of the type of content you create, the type of audiences you're trying to reach. Um, your goal, your purpose with joining each platform, right? Each one of them serves a different yeah. type of audience. The thing, the thing that amazes me about it all, I always, I'm always looking at social from a more of a business mm -hmm. perspective. Mm -hmm. um, you hear rumors or you hear things like, like TikTok is an example, mm -hmm. Twitter's another. Will TikTok be around in a year? Mm -hmm. Maybe the government's going to shut it down. Yeah. And part of this is the privacy stuff. And I am absolutely amazed at the types of things people will put out, mm -hmm. whether it's angry, um, super happy, controversial, mm -hmm. political, you know, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. It's there forever now. Yeah. So imagine yourself 20 years from now, and then you may look back and go, what was I thinking? Or I maybe you won't. <laughs> I don't know. But it's there. It's there forever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing that <clears throat> I'm very cautious about. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to put anything up that I don't want. My general rule of thumb, my kids mm -hmm. or my mother probably is the best initial barometer for yeah. me. If I yeah. don't want them to see it, it's not going on there. Yeah. Yeah. See, and it's such a different perspective, I think, for like maybe a couple years later. Right. And jumping on social media because we're fully aware, like, I don't have to have my mom on Facebook. <laughs> I don't have to Or don't have, you have like a, a different account? Yeah, the mean, family oh, yeah. account and then the yeah, friend account? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a Finsta, right? <laughs> what you call, like, your fake Instagram or what is your kind of, your real Instagram, but it's not really you because you try to keep it kind of, that's, that is privacy in that generation, right? right. So privacy is limiting who has access to those platforms for you. But yeah, so, okay, let's see. So, okay, like how we said, like TikTok, we, we don't know how long it's going to be here. We don't know if it's going to be here forever. Similar with Twitter. I mean, you know, Elon Musk is doing who knows what. 
changed quite a bit. Yes, for sure. yes. And he's he's changed it in a way that's trying to make it subscription based. Mm-hmm. So now you can monetize it, mm-hmm. which social typically has never been that way. Yeah. So this is the first entry point into that. Yeah. And others that have tried in the past that didn't people just weren't grasping with it. Um, it'll be interesting to see how people really adapt to it and do they like it? Will they do it? And if they do, I bet they all start to go there. Oh yeah, I mean I feel like. You know, I think you and I have kind of talked about this before, but I think about it in terms of how a lot of like uh, satellite companies, cable companies have mm-hmm. uh, claimed territory of airwaves, right? So after so much above us, right, feet above us, it belongs to somebody, even though it's free range, full open. They they call dibs. Much like right? air and water, yeah, it should be free. Yeah, they call dibs, but, and so no. now here we are. <laughs> in the spectrum of just, you know, the internet itself and everybody's claiming their stake of it. They're they're picking their spots and saying, Okay, if you wanna be in this area with me you gotta pay, right? Yeah. You wanna be um you wanna join this platform, you gotta pay. Um and they're gonna have to figure out, okay, well what's gonna make mine better than the next. I think that's the hard thing and you think about demographics, right? The older the generation is the more complex it becomes for them. So you got to simplify mm-hmm. it to some degree there. But the younger generation, they can get very complex mm-hmm. very quickly. <clears throat> and you, you have to think about who you're trying to appeal to, how you yeah. can connect with everybody. And it's really becoming more of an, inter- with the TikTok, I think, it's social is becoming more of an entertainment-based content type system versus, hey, share and connect with your grandparents that live you know, four states away. Mm-hmm. And here are the photos of the kids couldn't see you this summer, but you're kind of there and you, you feel like you're involved in the life more than you would have been without social media. Mm-hmm. I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah. But it's evolved way past that now. Yeah. I think some people still use it for that. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, Facebook, right? Yeah. Like a lot of times when, I know for myself, I was very hesitant. Like I was a avid Facebook user and then everybody and their mama joined and I was like mm, no let me move on and I think my next venture was Instagram and then I also you kept that pretty private you know mm-hmm. you, you pick and choose depending I think for a while it was public so I was like I really don't care but eventually you get to an age where you're just right. like I don't need everybody you know just random people and you know going in and making comments or whatever it may be but isn't that counterintuitive to today's day and age becoming an influencer on social right I mean that's kind of the goal you don't care who it is yeah I I believe for the most part you just want a lot of them yeah but then that's truly about being a business then Mm -hmm. personal business your personal brand then it is about connecting with friends and family and sharing you know stories and activities of the day-to-day life right yeah and it goes back to creating multiple different accounts right sometimes influencers will have specifically like their brand account where they're just doing their business side of content and then they'll have a personal one where they only keep certain people around right um i think at the end of it's we've built off of what it originally was is to stay close to those that we want to be close to right um and as we've learned staying close to those that we want to may not always be a family member or or something like that so social media, I think what has done is been able to provide an area to feel safe and find communities, right? Sometimes we go so much into the negative of, of, of social media because it's so easy, right? So much propaganda, so much just 
people being loud. The louder you are, the more you, more whatever you you spill out, it's yep. you're gonna get attention, right? But we forget the good that it also does, right? Sometimes in in the places that you may live, you might not find somebody that looks like you or somebody that ha- mm-hmm. thinks like you or somebody that um, sees the world the way that you do, and then you end up on social media thanks to the algorithm, right? Things that you like, things that you follow, and you end up finding people with similar interests. A whole different community at that point, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, there, I think there's a lot of good to it as well. Um, <clears throat> it's easy to harp on the negative. Yeah. Always, right? Always. But it's uh, it's like we always talk about, you're going to get what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're looking for problems in it, you can find it. If you're looking for you know, comfort in it, you can find that too. Yeah. And you can kind of guide that, just like you do your everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know, just depends on, on where you are and what your mood is that day. Yeah. I will say straight up, if you've been drinking, you should never get on social media. I think yeah. that just should be a general rule. Yeah. You should have to do a drunk test before you're able to <laughs> before do Before you anything. go and you post it something. It probably solve a lot of issues. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. You know, I know. Um, <laughs> a lot of spelling issues. <laughs> yeah, like your generation doesn't care about that anyway, right? You use what one letter you? to spell four words. <laughs> That's it. You're good. It's fine. You understood what I was trying right. to say. <laughs> now, with social media, just in general, and as the business, right? Do you see it going away, or do you, or where no. do you see it? Mm-hmm. It will adapt. Into? I think it will change. Yeah. Um, everything does. Yeah. What will it become? It's gonna. I, I don't know for sure, but my gut tells me it's gonna blend into um, you know, virtual spaces. Yeah. Right. And instead of just communicating through your phones and things like that, you're going to be able to log on um, through, you know, into the metaverse. So let's just use that as an example. Yeah. There'll, there'll be others as well. Maybe actually walk around and do things and actually see each other and engage. And, and you can do that now even with, like, we have an Oculus, right? Mm-hmm. So you go in there and say, I'm doing a, a putting thing, like mm-hmm. a putt-putt thing, right? Yeah. And somebody randomly wants to join me, I can say yes. I can wave at them. I can say hi. I mean, I'm we're in the world. Yeah. So I think it's going to continue to evolve down those paths, yeah. which which is kind of cool and kind of neat. The one thing um, that concerns me the most about the future is I feel like all of that, for the most part, is a big part of it's escaping from reality. Mm-hmm. And not you can have that same feeling you get online and doing those things in the real world. Yeah. People have changed their perspective on that a little bit, and it's let's get out of the real world and escape, mm-hmm. right? Go live in, get home, eat something, and then you're in your world, yeah. and that's your entertainment, your relaxation, and that's what you enjoy the most, mm-hmm. and that becomes more important than everything else. Everything else is an end to that means. Um, <clears throat> that can be really troublesome, mm-hmm. I think, long term for people. Yeah. I think it doesn't help with depression. I think your online virtual world is important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to start to shift. If my worry is it'll start to shift to be the priority. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's a bad thing, but it doesn't feel like it would be a good thing based on just human beings in general and yeah. what we need to be healthy um, mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to do more than that. I think balance is the key to everything. You know, oh, for sure. Right? I agree. You know, that, yeah. that just me. It's an old guy <laughs> sharing my thoughts on I it. mean, <laughs> you know, I agree. I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, you know, uh, TikTok has just made it that much easier for you to go shopping. So if you have a shopping addiction and you, or you just like a quick bargain or, or you follow certain people with certain styles and you're just going to 
they've integrated that, right? right. So right. it's just like there are some things where you look at it again, right? We it's very easy to see negative, but where it integrates and it does facilitate make life a little easier. Um, but yeah, I agree. We need a balance, just like we have work life balance. I mean, I feel like we need a real life digital. <laughs> life balance as I, well. I think that's the key to it all, is balance, right? It's balance. So, what was you, so your first platform was MySpace? Yeah, my first platform was and MySpace. mine was Facebook. Yeah, you see? Yeah. What was your first post? My first post? I'm not 100% sure, but I'm almost certain it was like a glittery gif of some sort. Like a cute little like doll or something. Okay. That wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. <laughs> I, was obsessed, I was obsessed with Tinkerbells. It could have been a glittery Tinkerbell. Uh, it probably was. Ooh, look what I can do. Yeah, I was like, that sticker's cute. Boop. Yeah. Mine was, the very first post, surprisingly, was about the business. Oh, of course. <laughs> the very course. first post. Yeah. And then quickly followed by uh, going to a Cowboys game for Thanksgiving. Oh, fun. Uh, ooh, that's a big event. I want to yeah. share that. That's neat. Yeah. But I found is I've, you know, I've had the platform for a while now. I interact with them less and less. Because I don't, it does, I don't know what it is about me that it just doesn't interest me. Yeah. And every time I'll go on, it doesn't matter what the platform is. My attention span is just, it's like the same stuff mm -hmm. over and over through different people or it's the same people that keep telling me the same stuff. Yeah. And it just, it's just a redundancy of life for me. And I, I'd rather sit and stare at a bird. Yeah. You know, flying through the sky. Well, you know. As a social media person. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I totally like, get it. I totally get it. There's times where I'm like, just like, you know, just scrolling for hours. I think that's right? the common thing, though. People yeah. can do that. Now, I, I've been caught in that before. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll get some weird thing that'll pop up on Instagram, and it's uh, some yeah. dude dancing, and he looks really cool. Next thing you know, there's another dancing one, and another one. Next thing you know, it's two hours later, I'm... Watching all these people doing these little <laughs> dance moves, and then they're throwing some dogs in there doing some cool stuff, and yeah. I'm just I'm done. It's I'm, the rabbit I'm holes. Yeah. I like to call them rabbit holes. Yeah. We all go down them, but yeah. yeah. And then I go, what have I done with my last two hours? But it really, it's no different than watching a football game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's yeah. not going anywhere, as we know, as yeah. we, as we, especially here in the business, we know it's not going anywhere. Um, it establishes credibility for people, right? Especially businesses. Um, to let people know that you exist in the real world, but you've also established yourself digitally. It'd be cool it's if relatable. there could be a rule of some sort where you could define, or the platforms could define what engaging content is. Mm -hmm. like rules around it somehow. I don't know if it could ever happen because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, there, I mean, there kind of is. But it feeds out <laughs> a little bit of the just gibberish, yeah. stupid things of people just trying to get yeah. likes or views. Mm -hmm. And that's all they're trying to do to build credibility. Mm -hmm. But the contents, it's nonsense. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest one I'd fall into sometimes is, oh, wait, 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 wait for it. And then, wait, wait for it. It's coming. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, 60 minutes later, you're still waiting for it. Yeah. Kind of thing. That kind of stuff, is, it, that's really frustrating. Yeah. That turns me off quick. Yeah. It's, I call that uh, disruptive advertising is what that is. Mm -hmm. And we're careful about that with our clients. That we don't want to put content out like that because it will turn people off. Yeah. So you have to be very careful with that. Mm -hmm. So that disruptive stuff is the stuff that turns me quick. Yeah, I think uh, that's probably one of the hardest things um, creating content for different industries mm -hmm. like we do here, right? We have credit unions, we have nonprofits, we that all serve different audiences, all serve a different purpose. Um, but I think is 
sometimes, especially when we're looking at social media, we focus so much on the numbers, on the likes, um, how many people are we sharing it, things like that. Um, sometimes if people read it, interact with it, doesn't always mean that they're going to sit there and like it. Right. But if we continue to show up and we continue to, to create, um, I always like to think of what we're doing for our clients is ensuring that we're a resource on a different platform, right? So they have their website where their information sits, but sometimes you're not going to always go www wherever, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and Facebook is sometimes the first one that pops up when you're looking for something. You're on Facebook and you're like, oh, so and so, and you go looking for them, right? So I think understanding your your audience in terms of just the business side, and even if you're trying to be an influencer or a content creator, it's like you have to know yourself, aka know our clients, right? Right, and then just kind of go from there, and and understanding that five likes is a win sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that though, because it's like targeting your content, like targeting your audience, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about getting everything out there, getting the right things out there. Mm -hmm. And for us, with this podcast and Motivational Mondays, what I've noticed the most, they don't always get a lot of likes or a lot of comments. Mm -hmm. But then we're out and about talking to people, or family members, clients, uh, other business associates. Hey, I watched your podcast on whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Really cool. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. But they won't like it and do those things because mm -hmm. they want to keep that private. So it yeah. depends on what your purpose is and what you're trying to drive at it too. Like we would love it if they would. Yeah, of course. But then that makes it about us. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful of that. But just because that's not happening doesn't mean it's not making impact. Yeah, I'm exactly. Moving. And that's what, that's what you have to remember. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but it's yeah. awesome. But yeah, so as we said, you know, social media, it's not going anywhere. It's definitely not going anywhere. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today. Um, I hope you enjoyed, uh, actually, our first podcast. Our first one. Ooh, about <laughs> social media. Pretty pretty awesome that I got to sit in on you that know. one. It means I'm relevant, I think, right? We're trying to make you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to know what your first social media platform was. And then tell us what your first post was. If you can even if remember. If you can remember. Try, try to go back and find that. And uh, drop us a note at agency at theglintstandard.com or uh, if you're on, the, uh, on YouTube, drop us a, a comment down there. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Glint Standard, featuring Glint advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our channels or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.